your one stop for exclusive interviews. I'm joined by University of Central Oklahoma quarterback commit Cooper Wilcox. Cooper, thank you for taking the time to talk to me today. Man, really, the culture that the coaches show as soon as you walk in the doors, they make you feel like your family. They make it feel like a, a healthy environment to come and play football. I'm joined by University of Central Oklahoma senior H-back Dante McGee. Dante, thank you for taking time this morning to talk to me. This is honestly a once-a-lifetime thing, you know. Usually you get your five years and you're done, but you know, you get an extra year of play. I was like, you know what, I, I want to come back. I want to spend another year with these guys. Game press conferences. I didn't really like my first read, so I was just went to playmaker mode. Game previews, recaps, brought to you by me, your host, JG Smooth. You're listening to The Cho Show, only on the Suave Report. Good morning, afternoon, evening, night, whatever time it might be. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Cho Show podcast presented by TheSwaffReport.com. I'm your host, Jonathan Goodall, a.k.a. J.G. Smooth. It's so good to be back. I appreciate those that sent their well wishes this past week. It was very brutal. It was a, battling a very bad sinus infection. I am feeling much, much, much better. So I'm not fully um, rid of the phlegm, but we, we are slowly but surely getting back to normal so uh, i do apologize for the delay on this as of course this would hit come signing day week which is which is just unfortunate but uh, i was still able to watch the film and then just had to wait until my voice got to a point where i could record so here we are now and before we get into it here there are a few housekeeping things um going on around the conference and around UCO football. So first, it was announced, I guess, last week sometime that Lincoln is leaving the MIAA for the Great Lakes Valley Conference. Uh, is they have been admitted to to the conference for full time membership, and uh, they will be uh, competing in the twenty four twenty five season. So this will be the last time. For the foreseeable future, that UCO will play the Lincoln Blue Tigers. I I cannot say from an on-field standpoint, it's a great loss for the conference. Let's be honest here. We know how bad Lincoln Blue Tiger football is. Uh, I, I don't think outside of track, they're not that great in other sports as well. So yes, it is a loss, and it's unfortunate because they are they are the lone HBCU in the conference, and it was always nice having them. But from an on-field perspective, I mean it. I mean, you, you, you I mean you're kind of losing a gimme win. I mean, I, 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 I don't know. I mean, I, obviously this knocks them down now because uh, Roger State does not play football, so they will have to get another football member playing school if they want to keep the eleven game schedule. Uh, if not, I guess it's just ten, and you can get a non-conference game. Which means maybe we can play some other local Oklahoma schools like OBU or East Central or Southern Nazarene. I don't know, uh, but just know that that is happening. So this year will be the last time the Lincoln Blue Tigers will be in the conference. Then, in terms of UCO-related news, uh, former UCO wide receiver Josh Crocker, he's someone I mentioned here several times. I feel like often, especially when talking about Madison Ridgeway. 
has signed with the Tulsa Oilers of the Indoor Football League, so I'm wishing Josh the best of luck there. Uh, Daniel Bauman uh, is also someone I mentioned had that blown coverage in that 2021 Missouri Southern debacle loss. He signed with that uh, uh, with the that a new football league, the 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 Wranglers, Wranglers, I think is what they're called. Uh, he signed there. He signed to their training camp roster. So uh, I'm wishing Daniel the best of luck again. Had a tremendous sophomore season. Was uh, was top ten in the country and pass breakups was definitely one of the best in the conference. So uh, if if that is Daniel Bauman that they are getting down there in the UFL, then uh, I, I suspect he should make the the roster and hopefully have a good a good season. And then finally here, uh, former University of Central Oklahoma co-offensive coordinator slash quarterbacks coach Adam Lechtenberg has, well, was named the head coach at FCS Central Connecticut, Central Connecticut State. So I'm wishing coach the best of luck there. I know he took coach, uh, coach Domeo, I think, with him to coach tight end. So I'm wishing them the best of luck there. Uh, I, 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 I think he's more than capable of, of of having success there. I know he was, I think, offensive coordinator there and set some school records, so he he kind of knows that program. So I, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking he should do a fine job, and I'm wishing him the best of luck. Now, with that out of the way here, uh, well, we're going to go ahead and get into it. There were 48 total newcomers, which means there has to be a lot of turnover because there was only eight seniors. Uh, I do know of a few players that uh, have left. Uh, my man, Chris Brennan, he's going to update the roster soon on Broncos Sports to get uh, so I, I have a, a, a better feel of who we got heading into spring, which will actually be in a few months, which is kind of scary if you think about it. Uh, so normally what I would do is um, go over them and then see where they fit. Well, just due to the fact that the roster is probably in flux right now, we will forego that uh, this this year. Um, and 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 because I just don't want to make assumptions that players that may or may not be there. Uh, and that was the case. I put out the wide receiver. Um, Season breakdown. I appreciate those that watched that as we watched the first three. It was brought to my attention that Diego Richards and Javion Bainfield are no longer with the team. So again, I recorded those early January. Okay, I, I'm just now putting them out. There will be one dropping Wednesday over the front seven. Uh, so again, just just know there might have been some some departures, and they might not be completely accurate. Just keep that in mind. I also will not be going over the signees from early signing day, okay? Because we 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 already covered those. It's a separate episode here on the playlist. Uh, if you wish to go view that, you 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 uh, can. And then, um, as far as like Mason Willingham, Carson Trimble, uh, Danny Armstead, Malachi Gatewood. Uh, they have their own one-on-ones. So I'm not going to rehash that because it is there. It is here. Um, so we're just for, uh, uh, just for consistency's sake, only the guys that did not sign or transfer in at 
early signing day. Now, I will mention them because they're still part of the class, but I'm not going to cover them. So with that out, out of the out of the way here, as we normally do it, we go offense through special teams, quarterbacks through punter. So starting it off here with the quarterback position, there was five quarterbacks brought in this year, uh, which, which, man, I know uh, <clears throat> Cooper Wilcox is gone. He transferred to Central Arkansas. So I don't know if that room is still intact with the other people. I do know that Steph is still there. And to my knowledge, J.D. Geneva is still there. Uh, I'm not sure about Peyton Thompson, if he is still there or not. However, they did go out and sign three quarterbacks, as you know. In the early signing day, they signed Missouri Southern transfer Dawson Hurl, who I about threw a party when he uh, signed on a, on a, on a dotted uh, line. You know how I am on him. And they signed Mason Willingham out of Owasso and Carson Trimble out of Grove. Now, looking at the ones that signed on Wednesday, you've got Connor Kirby, 6'1", 185 out of Bigsby. So, obviously, we know he's the proven winner here. Bigsby's the premier program in the, in the uh, entire state. Uh, when I was watching the film, he 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 has a weird wind up throwing motion. It's like a, it's like a, it's like you know, it's like a pitching motion. I guess you could say. Um, I mean, it's still effective. I mean, he gets the ball out quick. He's got really good touch. He's good under pressure. Uh, he's got good good pocket presence. They, he, he doesn't get a rattle. You recall last year when I was talking about Cooper Wilcox? I said he did not get rattled back there. It's the same thing with, with Connor Kirby. Like, this, his body is flying all around the man, and he's just cool, calm, collected, which is very good. Um, uh, that, 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 that That's very good. A very decisive thrower and runner, I will say. They ran that, when I was watching the film, they ran that weird, like, Wake Forest-type weird, like, elongated mesh point read, like, RPO-style offense, which is very effective. Um, but I mean, he's a tough runner, uh, doesn't go down easy. I, it's, it's faster than you actually think. I when I was, I watched it twice. I watched the film twice. I watched it. Uh, the first time I watched it was, uh, obviously Wednesday. Um, but I did because my setup, I was not feeling well enough. So I just watched, I have two laptops. I have one that I just use for pleasure and then one I use for content Normally, I just watch it on the one for content and then record the film at the same time. So I'm killing two birds with one stone. However, that was not the case. Uh, uh, so I had to yesterday, of course, on Saturday, yesterday record the film. So while watching it again, uh, it, it, he was faster than I, than I saw when I watched it on Wednesday. Now, I'm not saying he's going to set the one on fire, but I am saying I think he offers more in the run game. Then maybe a Dawson Hurl, then maybe a JD Geneva does. Uh, I, uh, you know, overall though, I'm I'm really I was impressed by Connor Kirby. I think this is a guy, obviously, with all the <coughs> excuse me, with um all the freshman quarterbacks will more than likely be getting the red shirt. Uh, I just think that he's a guy. I mean, I don't know if they're gonna tinker with that throwing motion, uh, but I I mean. Galvin knows how to win. He's a tough football player, so I, I think this is a, a fantastic signing. Uh, then moving on to the second quarterback, you've got Nick Davenport, 6'2", 215, 
Western Illinois transfer by way of Butler Community College up there in Kansas. Butler, as you will see, has been kind to UCO this season and last year because that is where Blake Barone came from. And we know type of season Blake Barone had was second on the team and tackles absolute beast. <clears throat> but looking at Nick, the film the film was really short. The notice on some of these. Excuse me. The the uh, film is really short. Uh, if you watch, you watching on a YouTube channel. Yeah. The, so, um, what I deduce from him though, he's a gunslinger. I kind of got that gunslinger vibe. It's just, it's like a vibe you get. I think I said the same thing about Carson Trimble. I think I felt like there's just guys that just sling the rock. I mean, I don't know how else to really describe it. Like, there's just that. There's the air of confidence that they can make every throw or know they can make nearly every throw. And then just, I don't like Patrick Mahomes. Okay. It's like, it's like that Patrick Mahomes, like air of confidence type of thing. I guess would be my best way to sum that up. Uh, he has really good touch and air on the, on the, on deep ball. Um, which is, which is very good because you show historically. And I say historically again, for those that are new, Dating back to my time covering uh, starting in 2017, the vast majority of quarterbacks would throw great deep balls. Uh, Chad Stallard, Keith Calhoun, uh, Steph come to mind as the best. Uh, and, and, and I think Nick is right along there, too, in, in terms of that. Definitely let, lets, the, lets the receiver run under it, doesn't guide it, doesn't, doesn't try to... He, 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 he throws it, he throws it right, I guess would be the best bet. And he has some mobility. Now, the man's huddle page claimed he runs a 4-4. I was not seeing 4-4 speed on the, on the film. I, 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 I just, I wasn't. But he, he, he is, he is mobile. He's not going to just be a statue back there. Uh, I think this is a guy that is coming in. He's got FCS experience. Uh, you would like to think would compete with Dawson Hurl. Well, here's the thing, because I think Dawson Hurl is going to obviously compete with Steph for a starting job. Dawson is not going to just transfer in just to automatically be a backup. And I, I'm I'm glad I'm glad for that because again we saw what we saw the improvement Steph made when Peyton Thompson came in. Uh, I think Dawson Hurl is leaps and bounds better than Peyton Thompson. And so I I really I really think. Nick might end up being third third string, but like again, I he's he's got he's got he's got some juice. He's, he's he has a live arm. Uh, I think this is a good signing. I think this is a good signing because now I think you've got three quarterbacks here with collegiate experience. Uh, this will allow you to redshirt the the three freshmen, and, and I think you're more confident in the depth now than we were this time last year. Uh, so I'm, I'm, I'm really excited about the talent that was brought in there. Um, <clears throat> obviously, we're knocking on wood that nothing bad happens uh, injury-wise to where any of these, uh, the freshmen have to have their redshirt burn, but you just, you just never know. Uh, then looking at the running backs, we've already covered Jaden Washington. I, I think, again, it's going to be a fantastic home run hitter. And then Trayvon Wolf for the NEO transfer, starting his career off at Troy. Uh, I just going to tell you right now, I think he's like 220. Uh, I He's going to be a dude. 
that he's also going to be a dude. Uh, I think the running back unit, even when we look at the freshman, uh, uh, James Gilbert, the running backs coach, fantastic job on the recruiting trail this year. I think that that unit got a lot more explosive. We know last year it was solid, uh, but that was more of a, I don't want to say power unit, but it was more of a a, gr- a grinding unit, right? Like Dylan Cottrell and Nasir, uh, Jace, they didn't pay, not really home run hitters per se. I think they got some though now. I think I think they got some. Uh, then looking at the freshman, there's Brandon Tolbert, 5'9", 195, out of Muskogee. First thing you notice, uh, 8.2 yards of carry this past season, so the man knows how to get a lot of yards. Uh, when I was watching the tape, I, it, it, you could have fooled me uh, that he was 195. It looked like he was 210 plus because the way the man was running low and hard is something you see out of bigger backs. Uh, he's shifty. I don't think he has that breakaway speed. Uh, the, 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 the best way I could compare this would be if you've seen, because I know the man was in the doghouse for most of last season, and then he got hurt, unfortunately. If you've seen Jace Gardner play at any point in time, that was the vibe I was getting out of Brandon Tolbert, just in the way they run. Uh, they just they 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 don't go down. They they like contact. I will. I think Tolbert is more finesse than Jace is. I always felt Jace was just you just let him go downhill and 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 just run people over. I, I think Tolbert's got more make you miss ability, where Jace is gonna just like run through you. Um, they, uh, he offers something in the past game. Again, I just think that this is a guy that you redshirt, all right? Because with his running style, you can get him, he can put on 10 pounds, 10, 15 pounds, and, you know, you get up to that 205, 210 range, keep the speed. I think you got a quality MIAA running back here. Uh, and then looking at the other running back, you've got Will Mason, 6'1", 215 out of Kawita. Now, he did not have any senior tape, so I had to watch the junior tape. I'm not sure this is a similar uh, thing like Montreal Cozart was back in 2020 when he was hurt. Um, <clears throat> But what I saw out of that junior tape uh, is a guy, just a straight power back. I'm telling you right now, he's just a straight downhill power back. He's not going to win a lot of foot races. Uh, I, I I compared him to a poor man's Clem McKenzie. Now, for those that are new, Clem McKenzie, one of the best running backs in school history. I think he had like over three, over three thousand career yards. Uh, one of the very few Broncos to ever achieve achieve that. Uh, I did not get the, the opportunity to see Clay before the ACL injury. Uh, but with the with the clay the clay the, the clay I saw again, he was not gonna win many foot races. He was a very good power back. Uh, had good had good vision, had great toughness, willing to run through you. Offered something in the past game. The, that that's 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 I was the vibe I'm getting out of Will Mason there. Uh, the man just runs you over. I I did I give you if, again. You've seen the films you're on YouTube here. Like he's, just, he's running dudes over. He's got he's 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 
He's nimble. He kind of has that weird, like, I don't, I don't want to say Le'Veon Bell-esque style, but, like, I kind of get some of that as well. Uh, I, I just think he's a guy, when UCO has these third and ones, fourth and ones, well, they were getting stonewalled last year. Okay, I, I would think with somebody like Will Mason, especially if you get this man redshirted, uh, add some more strength. Uh, if 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 uh, Andrew Carney, because we know he was a, a quarterback last year and a true freshman uh, convert out of Collinsville, he gets stronger there. You like to see they convert more of those third and fourth and shorts than than was converted last season. Uh, so again, I think this is a fantastic pickup here. I think you're giving more options there to running backs coach James Gilbert. Uh, and we saw last year he did a fantastic job. So uh, I, I think that the same will, will go for Will Mason as well. And then the final running back is Blaze Ball, 5'10", 195, out of McAllister. Now, if you recall, the most of this man's hype came after OU signee Eric is it, is it McCarthy? McCarthy got hurt. He then took over Len McAllister to the state championship game where they unfortunately lost. Uh, when I was watching the film, when I see I see that guy should be able to make an impact in the in the uh, in the uh, return game, which should be wide open opposite Kobe Stevens because again that emergence last year was fantastic. Uh, he hits the hole hard. I, he doesn't go down on first contact, which which you just love to see. I still I believe he's a home run hitter on the film. He did it, and I think it was mainly just dude blocking. To be honest with you, I think he has the home run speed. Uh, I, he also has tremendous balance. That was something that I I think that I know Jace Gardner has. Uh, I'm getting similar vibes there in terms of 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 him. He's slippery. I don't think people get a great angle on him. Uh, I just think Blaze is a guy. I I mean, he has a chance. You you would think. You would think if Kavion Williams was a day one returner last year, you would think I think Blaze might have a shot to make an impact in the return game. There's another guy when we get to the defensive backs, also should have a chance to make an immediate impact in the in the return game. Uh, I just think Blaze is a guy. Uh, I obviously he probably registers. I, I, in terms of like role strength wise, I don't. I think he's just an all around back. I, I think he's just a guy. Trying to think of a, of a good comparison lately. I mean, he's just a. I, I don't. I mean, he's just a. He's just an all around back. I don't. I don't. I don't know. I don't have a great pass. Excuse <coughs> me. A great pass comparison for him. Um, I just think that he'll be a very good back. I think that all all yeah all three of those guys. Will be really good running backs. I think Will Mason will have a defined role. I think Brandon Tolbert can be an every down back similar to Jace because he because he does offer something in the in the in the pass game. And then I think Blaze might end up being a change of pace guy. Um, even though he has the size to be an every down back. I just think he he might best be served as a change of pace. But regardless here, another fantastic uh, signing class there 
for that unit. I think they got a lot, a lot better, a lot more explosive. Uh, and so we should be seeing some more longer runs this season is my uh, hope. Now, looking at, to me, what is probably the most impressive unit signed, maybe outside of defensive backs, is the wide receiver unit. Got to give uh, new offensive coordinator and receivers coach James Curley a lot, a lot of credit because the man did a lot of work in the early signing period with Danny Armstead, Malachi Gatewood, Tariq Logan, and Darius Melton. Uh, those are some dudes. And then if you're looking at what they signed Wednesday, you have Calcius, C.J. Williams, 6'1 185, out of Sulphur Springs, Texas. There are a decent amount of Texans in this in this class. I'm still getting used to that after uh, the former regime was mainly Oklahoma first, Oklahoma only. Uh, when I was watching the tape on C.J., he was used as both a running back and receiver, so you know He's good in the open field that he has some moves and maybe some receivers don't. Uh, he gets downfield quickly. He kind of reminded me of Javion Dangerfield when he came out of Duncan in that uh, regard where he was getting to the top of the route before the ball was there, before the ball was even thrown. Um, I think he has breakaway speed. Uh, like I said, he's definitely a powerful runner. You can, you can tell the running back skills there. So, should be tough to bring down in the open field. Uh, and then I, I think he can he can he has a chance. Again, I say a chance. Because the receiving core, let's be honest, it should be open. I mean, outside of Delso and Ridgeway, I think there there's a great chance for a lot of these guys to come in and, and make an impact. Uh, so I think he could be an immediate deep threat. Now, will he? I don't know. I just, based on what I've seen, he has that potential to come in there and be a field stretcher. Um, and that's something that is definitely needed because uh, that was a problem last year. I felt like what we, we, did, we didn't really have that consistently on a grand offensive line with helping, but... Uh, I we do need we do need third, fourth, fifth guys to come in. So he has a shot. Now uh, speaking of guys that have a shot, though, this this is this is the first guy I re I truly deep down I'm usually pretty good about this. Believe will make an impact as a true freshman. Uh, Steven Cisco, six foot one eighty, out of Medill. Now Medill's not a football powerhouse. They have been better in recent years, if I am correct. Uh, uh, when the first thing I saw, besides the fact that the man scored 19 touchdowns that uh, last season, uh, was the burst. Okay, I'm saying right now, you're talking about explosive. Steven Cisco is that right there. He plays bigger. He plays like a 6'2", 210-pound-plus receiver. Reminds me a lot of Delso in the fact that he's good in the short, intermediate, and the deep game. He has that swipe move that's like, it's not a, it's not a stiff arm. It's like a that little side swipe where he just kind of throws the, throws the defensive back out of the, out of the way. Um, he's, he's, he's hard to bring down to make the contested catch. There were some jump balls there, 50-50 balls he was able to come down with. You just watch him, 
excuse me. And, and I got, I, I watched, the more I watched that tape, the more I said, boy, does this remind me of the same feeling I had last year when I was watching the Madison Ridgeway tape. Obviously, Ridgeway is bigger in terms of height and size, but I'm telling you, I, the Steven Sisko's a guy that I just do not be surprised if he sees the field early. Because I'm telling you, I, there's something there's something different about this man. I tell you, it the it I I don't know how to adequately convey it other than just just that feeling. I he I just that the the burst the the I I, I mean the tape speaks for itself. I the, the tape speaks for itself. I just think it's going to be really tough to keep off the field. Based on what I've seen, the fact that he's good in all three levels, which means you can use him all three downs, right? He he can stretch the field. I think <clears throat> uh, if they, if, yeah, so he, they, he can he can stretch the field. I think if you if you 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 get him in space, you get him one on one. He's going to make the defender miss or just overpower the defender. I there's that a lot you can do. With Steven Cisco, uh, I'm just I'm just really really high on him. Uh, then looking, uh, there is Christian Romero, six four one ninety five, out of Navarro Community College, uh, down there in Texas. Uh, the film it was mainly practice film, but what I deduced, height, weight, speed guy, he's shifty, uh, pretty good around the sideline. Uh, there were several sideline catches there where he was able to get uh to get a foot in. Uh, able blocker, and I think that he could carve out a niche in the red zone because that's an area again. Kicked twenty field goals last year. Uh, I think the we the 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 bigger body receiver because I'm pretty sure every receiver they signed this year I think is six foot or taller. Uh, so the the, the more 50-50 balls we can throw to the to the various guys. The better, because they they do have to convert more touchdowns when they get in the red zone. There was just first many field goals. I think Christian Romero, that's where he could definitely make a day one impact there in the in the red zone. Because again, as we see, he's 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 got good sideline awareness. That's very good because a lot of the fades are to the corner of the of, of the end zone. So I think he might be able to thrive there, similar to uh. Ronald Monroe, Ronald Monroe Jr. back in 2018. Man, I every catch he had was a touchdown because of that very reason. They were throwing to him like either in the back of the end zone or in the corner of the end zone. He had tremendous awareness of the sideline and would make the catch. I think Christian America could have a similar role. Uh, then another freshman, <clears throat> I think, has a really, really, really good chance to make an impact is uh, Carson Trimble's teammate from Grove, Hagen Hacker, six two one eighty. So, you, so he already has the size. Go, he 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 goes up and gets the ball. Is just explosive. Think he's a home run guy, similar to Cisco. Good in all three levels. Uh, he's got great sideline awareness. Uh, they they use them in a lot of like sweeps and stuff down there at Grove too. So you know he's going to be good in the open field. I think this is a guy 
You recall last year uh, when they tried with Diego Richards to get those jet sweeps going. I think this is a guy that could step in and fill that role. Uh, I just, I re, I just really think, I think it's going to be extremely tough to get him a to 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 not play him. I just, I really do. He's just, he's too, he's too explosive. He's too dangerous. He's too versatile to not get on the field in some way. We saw that last year with Kevin Williams. They try to get him involved in as many ways as possible. I think the same will go for Hacker and Cisco as well. Um, because those those two are just too good, in my opinion, to keep off the field. Uh, and then the final receiver is Logan Grayson, 6'2, 195 at a memorial. So we so we have a hometown kid. This is a guy I think I think could be your Bizel, the fourth replacement. Uh, because the man's a really good route runner there. I, I I think where he will make his money is in the short to intermediate game. I think some of the catch and runs that you're seeing on the film here, uh, he will he will get caught. I'm just gonna be honest with you here. I think that he will get caught. The call game is faster, so I think you I think his best bet will be that Bizel role, where on the second, the, the, the third, and and mediums and shorts right. Where Johnny thrived last year, you go back to that Missouri Southern game. He had that beautiful third and five catch. Uh, he had several other third third down catches. I think that's where Logan will will, will shine. There, they were similar size. I think he's bigger than Johnny was. Uh, but I, I and I think that he will also be 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 good in the red zone with that with that with that size. But I think that this is a guy that will honestly might even end up being better than Johnny just because of the fact that the other receivers, we're talking about Cisco and, 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 and Hacker there, and even CJ Williams, with that deep speed, will be able to stretch the field. It should clear the way for Logan to come through uh, under underneath there uh, and, and and make those 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 short catches. I think he probably will get the rest of that. I, I wouldn't be like stunned if he's if he's out there because again I think the receiving court I think there's just there's just so much unknown about it at that point. But I think I think Malachi Gatewood, Dodi Juco from Norman North would be able to fill that role immediately and allowing Logan to redshirt because I got a similar vibe from watching Malachi. Uh, but overall, I'm very I'm very pleased about that receiving core. Uh, I think they got they got some playmakers combined with the with early signing day and the signing day. It should be a more explosive unit. It it I, it really should. Hoping this helps push the ball down the field more. Uh, and I just I just can't wait to see what Coach Curley does with that. Uh, then moving on to the tight ends, they signed Casey Klein, the Boise State transfer, back in December. Uh, Coach Donald added two tight ends. Uh, one, Randy Nix Jr., 6'3", 235 out of Newcastle. I'm telling you right now, this is a guy I, much like Oscar Hammond, I will guarantee you will be a day one impact player. Uh, he, the best blocking I've seen out of a tight end prospect that UCO has, has, has signed, um, He's just he just put guys on the ground. I he he plays a lot bigger than than two thirty five. You would think he's like 
don't know, 250, 255. I mean, he's just he's he's manhandling guys. Uh he's he's almost like a sixth offensive lineman, uh, which is which is very good. Uh he he finishes blocks, you know, he doesn't doesn't hit the man and doesn't let him go. No, he finishes blocks, plays through the whistle, several, several, several pancakes. Uh, and then when he does have the ball in his hand, I mean, he's trying to run you over. He's 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 going through you. Uh, there's just a lot to like about Randy Nix Jr. The, what, the way I would compare him to, I think he's a better version of Marshall Tolson. Uh, for those that are new, Marshall Tolson, he finished in 2019, 2019, 2018, somewhere around that range. Right? Uh, I remember former head coach Nick Bobek said he was the best blocker at the conference from the tight end slash each back position. Uh, I think Randy Nix can be an even better blocker than Marshall Tolson. I think Randy Nix is much is a much more violent blocker, uh, much more wants to put you on the dirt and and keep you on the dirt type blocker than Marshall Tolson was. I think he definitely has the strength, has the ability to come in here and immediately uh, make an impact in the in the run game. I think when they, if you recall last year, they kept trying those uh, sweeps. Didn't really work. They weren't able to set the edge. I think if you run behind Randy Nix Jr. there, the edge will indeed be set more times than not. And they should have some more success there. So I think that this is another guy, someone Oscar Hammond, should be able to come in day one and make an a impact. The other tight end they have Caleb Cornell, 6'4, 230, out of Carl Albert. So while well, we're losing two in Diego and Mazzotti fourth, we, we're keeping the, the, the portal alive there. When in another uh Carl Albert with a Titan, Titan, Titan. Uh he's definitely, definitely more of, of a, a a blocker. He had six six catches last year. Three for touchdowns. I think where he'll make his his money in terms of the pass game is in the red zone. Uh, that that's where Carl would use him a lot as they would they would leak him out. Um, he's got he's got good hands. Out and he's not gonna he's not gonna win any foot foot races. I think this is a guy again. You know, you're you're second and short, you're third and short, right? He's a big body. He's able to make that tough catch. A uh, good blocker as 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 well. Um, I think he just gets redshirted just because of the fact that you still have, to my knowledge, you still have Devin Bailey back. So, um, and Dominic Dunn is back as well. So, uh, I think this is a guy that will probably end up getting the redshirt. I am liking though if he can add some more strength to that though, because because to me he kind of has the. I'm trying to think like I don't I don't know like not Dalton Schultz vibe but that kind of like he's not gonna be uh okay I would say like like Jake Ferguson if you're a Dallas Cowboy fan Jake Ferguson vibe right where like he's not he doesn't wow you but he's a really solid good tenderly sound football player <coughs> excuse me and <coughs> that's the vibe that I'm getting out of out of out of Caleb. So I think that he will indeed have a, a, a bright future in a UCO uniform. In terms of the offensive line, we already covered early signing day. Swaps two chance for Miles Moy. Moyer again. I think this is a guy day one. Probably pushed for a starting job. 
And then looking at the rest of the unit that Coach Doyle signed, there was Trice Lewis, 6'3", 288, out of McLeod. He's a guard center. So, again, uh, and most of these players are, they play multiple positions, which is very good. Uh, I just hate the fact that the first t- team on the tape, my alma mater, Mouse and Marys, is it was just it was it was it was, it was unfortunate to watch the man dominate there. Uh, I will say he is better in run blocking than than in pass blocking. Uh, he pulls well for a guy his size. I, I'm always watching that because that's something that I think gets overlooked. Are you a downhill blocker? Or can you can you, can you pull? Can you move? He can. I think this is a guy that definitely needs to get stronger. Okay, because he, I wouldn't say he was pushed around, but I felt like there were times, I don't know, where he maybe gave up too much ground. He he didn't dominate like he should. And that was another thing I pointed out, too, that he's really inconsistent in regards to putting people on the ground. There's some plays who just come out there and pick and just, just dominate you. And then there's other plays where he might just hold you up. Like there's not that consistency there. Like there's not that consistent nastiness uh, that you would like to see out of your offensive lineman. So I'm thinking you registered, you get him stronger. You kind of harness in on that consistency. They get that motor better. Uh, I, I think that he's a guy a few years down the line to be able to uh, contribute. Then looking at Bryce Christian, 6'3", 260 out of Norman North. Now, you recall last year, Walker Peck played as a true freshman out of Norman North. Want to shout out there, former UCL Bronco Trey Wormington. I think he is an assistant coach down there at Norman North. Uh, the thing about Bryce, he can play all three spots. Uh, really athletic enough to, uh, to, to to pull. Now, unlike Trice, though, he stays on the defender for a full play, puts D-Lyman on the ground quick. I mean, quick. Like, as soon as that ball is snapped, sometimes the uh, lineman is uh, on the ground. Uh, I think this is a guy that definitely will redshirt. I think he has to add more strength. Uh, but as far as, like, the technique and the leverage, uh, there, I mean, it, it's 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 there. He plays, he plays, he plays with really good pad level. Um, he 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 knows what to do. He knows how to do it. I just think he needs to have some strength. Uh, and I I think this is a guy much like Walker Peck should have an impact sooner rather than later. I mean, I I just I just I I, well, I just say this. Whatever whoever the line coach down there in Norman North is doing a fantastic job. Because uh, it's just, it's just, it's good line play. It's good solid line play, uh, and 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 I again got a guy that can, that can play all three spots, similar to uh, Ben Ben Ralston. Uh, he was like a utility player for three years. Uh, it's similar vibes here out of out of Bryce Christian. I think he'll be a very solid UCL Bronco. Um, then you have Cameron Brackney or yeah. No, excuse me, Cameron Granicky, 6'3", 285 out of Dallas, Texas from Flower Mound High School. Played both tackle and guard. Uh, I think there's another guy that will get the red shirt in order to gain some strength. 
I get to the second level very quickly, so you know he has some athleticism there. Uh, he also gets gets man on the on the ground quickly, finishes blocks, stays on blocks. He he does an adequate leg drive. And again, he could 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 stand and get stronger. I think this is what you do is to get a red shirt. Um, because again, I just feel like there were times he should have been able to dominate push a smaller defender further than he did. But overall, I mean, I, I, you, you got to like the motor. You got to like the versatility. You got to like that. But, <coughs> excuse me. That, that, um, the ability to get to the second level. The something that I feel like is also severely under underrated as well. Because, yeah, you can block in the first level, but in order to spring those long runs, you gotta have that second and third level blocking. I think Cameron's a guy that can get past the first of that 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 first defender, get to a second defender. I just think if you ask for strength, <clears throat> maybe knock off some of the some 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 of the some of the baby fat. Um, you've got a really good guard tackle here uh, that can be a, a force. And uh, then you have a guy here should definitely make an impact from from day day one. Uh, Cameron Bradford. Now again, when I read you the size, this is what this is on the official sounding that this 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 was the list. This is his height. This is his weight. Okay, six five three ninety five out of Dallas, Texas. Again from Navarro Community College. Again, three ninety five. He's a guard. Uh, I, you know, first when I saw that, usually when you get linemen that's that big, let's be honest here, you're not expecting a whole lot. Uh, I was pleasantly surprised, okay, because the man can move. <clears throat> he, I mean, he pulls really well. I mean, really well. Actually, pulls better than some <clears throat> like two sixty, two seventy linemen. Excuse me. Uh, gets to the second level well. I think it, that he well one conditioning for sure. I think he has to get stronger. You have to knock off some of the baby fat because he did get get pushed around a little bit too much for a guy almost four hundred pounds. But I can tell you, the man definitely nasty though. Know, there were several pancakes. Uh, he, he he does stonewall the man uh, quickly in 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 the uh, past game. He does he does a good job when he can of getting them on the ground quickly when not giving up ground himself. Like I said, that just goes to I think you get him in the weight program. Maybe you get him to lose a few pounds. You add some strength. You get him in better shape because I'm wondering if some of that is a conditioning thing. Uh, but I think this is a guy that definitely for sure day one rotational guy. Um, I don't know. There's some jumbo packages. I mean, I, I just, boy, I think, oh, him and Randy Nixon, golly. Yeah, I mean, there, there's a there's a lot you can do with, uh, with, with Bradford here. I just think the biggest thing with him, getting him in shape, uh, getting him stronger, because this is a guy I don't know, I, mean, I, don't, I don't see why not, could not push for a starting job. Uh, or at the very least, because I know they 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 um, rotate. 
I, I, I don't see why he, he cannot be a key rotational guard. Definitely somebody that I would suspect when they get in the red zone, get on that third and fourth and short. I mean, I don't see why you couldn't just put him in fullback. I mean, I, I, I don't. I, I did. There's just a lot of versatility that, that you can do with Bradford here. Uh, so I think I think this is a, a a very good a very good prospect, a very good signing there for Coach Doral. I'm uh, turning over to the defensive line again. Perhaps my favorite unit on the whole team. Shout out again. Do defensive line coach Rashad Sanders. Just again, you can't speak of the great work he's done. I know I harp on this. If you were there in 2019, you understand. <laughs> Believe me, you understand why I see this man's praises every chance I get. Um, in an early signing day, he signed Riker Thurber. Again, I think will be another guy that contributed early. Uh, the first guy on this list. Jalen Pounds, 6'2", 225 out or more. Again, good to see more represented here. Uh, then that brings the total to three more lines with Jace and Dylan. And then we kind of in the Westmore peeps of uh, Lane Grantham uh, and Kevion Williams. That's that's uh, what that that's what fun. Oh no, and then um oh the offensive lineman, uh um the one from Southmore. Uh Matt Gardner, there we go. So we got six more, more high school players. Uh, oh, and Raekwon Wicks, excuse me. So seven, uh, good. I'm glad to see City of Moore, hometown, that represented well. Jalen's a guy, that I'm going to tell you right now, okay, because logic would dictate, and I said this in 2020 when it came to Jace Gardner, okay, I, 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 and when it also came to Dylan Buckhart as well. I said it would. It makes no logical sense for me to say they will play as a true freshman, given what is in front of them. Okay, because in twenty twenty, you go back to Jays. There was T.J. Roberts. There was Sabor Daniels. There was uh, I feel like there was somebody else as well. Made no earthly sense at that time for me to say Jays Gardner was going to play as a true freshman. Obviously, there was no season. We come back to next year. Who's the day one starter? Jace Gardner. Okay. I when we go to Dylan Buckheit again, I said you had uh you had former American O'Shea Harris, you had Jacardi Hunt, this absolute beast. I felt like there was some more safety depth. Again, I said there's no looking at the roster, there was no reason that Dylan Buckheit would have played as a true freshman. But I said he's going to be. Too good to keep on the field. And what happened by the end of 2019? Who was starting in safety? Dylan Buckheiser. Okay. I, it's a similar vibe from Jalen Powell. And, not, and given what is returning to my knowledge, okay, it does not make any sense for me to say Jalen Pounds should play as a true freshman. Okay, but you watch the tape and you get that feeling because I I'm getting serious Mike Pope Jr. vibe. Okay, with Mike Pope, he's two fifty. He plays like he's three hundred pounds. You watch Jalen, he's two twenty five. He plays like he's two fifty, two sixty. Okay, he's a violent tackler. 
He picks his spots well. I, this is this is a very uh, I want to say a great feel for the for the game. Student of the game picks his spots extremely well. No wasted movements. A very very violent tackler. He, he breaks down uh, and makes the tackle, which again is very over uh, underrated factor. Yeah, you, you 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 can get to the quarterback, but can you bring him down? Uh, Shad's blocks easily. He has a good arsenal of moves all, all, all already. Uh, I just, I'm just telling you, it just, yes, a red shirt would be fantastic because you get the man better. You, 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 you add strength to him. Uh, he's going to be a very, very, very dangerous man. I'm just saying right now, just given what I've seen, Given the history of more players defying odds, it seems, I just do not be surprised if this man is out there in the in the rotation. I just the the, the vibe, the way he played, watching the film, you are seeing this here. I just I think you you have I know I know you have a dude. I know you have a dude here going to be a force for the next four to five years. I just think it's gonna make it really hard on Coach Sanders to put the restaurant on him. So uh I this 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 is a guy I'm extremely high on. Uh I think Jalen Pounds could could be um I'm trying to think like I wanna say Eli Hooks, but it could be that Mike Pope Eli Hooks guy, you recall Eli Hooks 2018. But uh, was about the same size as Jalen was, I guess, maybe about a about a about an inch shorter. Uh, Eli Hook was an absolute beast. Okay, I it could be the same thing here. I just leaning more towards the Mike Pope comparison, just because he plays bigger uh, as to where Eli did play, like he was at two thirty. So, but regardless, though, I think Jalen Powell's is a, is a, is a special player, and I think we'll see the field sooner rather than later. Then looking on, you've got Wesley Hudson, 6'3", 260, out of Dallas, Texas, by way of DeSoto, who won a state championship. So it is a, is a very good program that produced one Vaughn Miller. So you know he's he's coming from a winning program. Um, I, I he it, the, I will say the the vibe I was getting. And I'm going to say this, and I'm saying only in this respect, the vibe I was getting from an energy standpoint reminded me a lot of Robert Fuentes, uh, how Rob just had that balanced energy. I was getting the same, I was getting the same vibe out of, out of uh, West. Now, however, he still has a ways to go in terms of, of Robert's ability, um, but I do not question the man's motor. I don't question the man's effort. Uh, he fights through traffic to make the play. There was a few clips there. We actually ran the ball carrier down from down from down the field. Uh, I think he he definitely needs to develop some kind of arsenal. Okay, I think it's just uh, if you like he struggles to get off blocks. I think if he's not able to win off the ball, um, he does have. He does read the play well. I mean, like I said, he's made several plays 
where he wasn't able to to get off the block early, but as the play developed, he was able to make the play. I think when we need we need development in terms of a of a pass was Arsenal, a swim move, a a a, a rip move, something um more than just dependent on beating the man off the snap. Uh, but I, I, I think his, I mean, he has good, good size here and, and two sixty to play both inside and and outside, um, especially given the uh, three man front there. I, I just, I just, I think that there's, I think that there's great potential. I think he's just really raw, and I think you can mold him, uh, in into kind of whatever you want, so to speak. Um, so I think, I think, I think, I think this is a, a great pickup here. I think this is a guy that definitely gets the uh, red shirt. I, and depending on if he can develop that pass rushing arsenal, maybe you see him in twenty twenty four. I I just I think that he's just I think he's just uh he's right he's like he's like clay he's he's really fertile moist clay and Coach Sanders and Co can mold him to however they 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 want. So I think this is a signing that. You might not hear a lot out of him early, but I, I really think as he develops, could turn into a really good uh, 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 contributor. Uh, the, then the last lineman, another guy I feel like going to play day one, Jeremiah Caesar, 6'1", 265 out of Dallas by way of Mesquite. I'm telling you right now, okay, we know we're losing Michael Slater. We we know how beloved and dominant Michael Slater was. I'm getting similar vibes here out of out of out of Caesar. I'm telling you, I'm watching that tape, and I could not decipher if I was watching Caesar or Michael Slater at times. Okay, uh, he plays both in and tackle, which is what Slater did this this past season. Flash through the traffic and, and and double teams to make the plays. Very good spin move. I mean, it's not spin move, swim move. Very, very, very good swim move. Violent tackler, high motor. Um, I just, I just, I don't know how else to say. It. Other than, other than, I'm watching Michael Slater. Like, it's, it's just, it's the same vibes. Way he's able to fight through. Way he's able to affect the the the, the quarterback. Even if he does, even if he, he doesn't get there. He's drawing double teams. He's pushing the pocket there. I, I, I think he should have made a few deflections, if I'm recalling correctly here. I just think this is a guy, I know he's 265, but I just think in that in that rotation, because, again, you're losing Rob, you're losing Mike, you're losing um, Jordan LeVu. Okay, I, I, just, I think there is a chance in coming there and make an impact because I think you're gonna say, okay, well he's two sixty five. Shouldn't he ask for straight? I, listen, I I think I think he's strong enough at this point, especially if they put him out there at defensive end to to make an impact. I I I, I truly do. I I don't know if he gets the red shirt. Would I be surprised? No, but I also feel like much like pounds, he's gonna just be too good. To keep off the field, <clears throat> and we saw that last year. Okay, right, right. We saw that. We saw that last year. Um, in terms of uh, 
I'm trying to think of where. Okay, right. So like you, so you look in the secondary, right? You look at Jaleek Lewis, Jamori Ray, and Aaron Hamilton. Okay, those guys, I feel like it had they had they wanted to, they could have rushed the ball. Okay, they could have they could have rushed 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 the ball. But especially Aaron Hamilton and Jamori Ray, I think they forced their way onto the field. And I got a I got a, a suspicious feeling that, that, that Caesar and Powell will do the will do the same thing. So again, another fantastic class there signed by Coach Sanders. Uh I just man, it's doing fantastic work. I just, you know, I know there will there will there will there will there will be a point where someone will, will, will come calling for his services. Till that time though, I, I'm I'm going to continue to enjoy <clears throat> the stretch of a play that we have seen. I'm moving on to the linebacker unit here. Um, coached by Coach Jesse Harwell and defensive coordinator Brandon Lechtenberg. Um, they, they they signed what I thought really good class of 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 linebackers. I think what you'll see out of this out of this unit, most of these linebackers strike me more as your stand-up pass rushers. Uh, I kind of in the mode of a Noah West, which I think is smart. Okay, because we just don't have a lot of those guys on the roster currently. Um, so I think going out and getting a handful of guys that can thrive in that role was very smart. On um, the first linebacker is Ethan Stites, 6'2", 220 out of Berry Hill. We followed the ball on Twitter that last week. I appreciate that, Ethan. Uh, again, as I mentioned, a very good pass rusher, uh, high motor. Um, he fires off the ball well. I think this is a guy that has to get the red shirt. Thank you to get him stronger because there was times somebody had a hard time bringing down the uh, ball carrier there. I mean, which is I mean, it's 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 fine, right? They, 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 it's 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 very tough <clears throat> to play as a true freshman. So, like, this is no knock when I say that. It's just the it's just the just the way it is. I think you redshirt him. I think you get him stronger. Um, I I think this is a guy who kind of could step into that Noah West role. Um, I, I definitely think because the way that they that, that way that the way they rotate, um, I think would definitely have a role in the rotation. Um, but I mean, he has the size. To me, he has the ability. To be a good linebacker here at the at the at the college level, um, I'm able to comparison like a, oh maybe like a like a, I don't want to say Dylan Hall, but somewhere along the lines of like a poor man's poor man's Dylan Hall, just a good solid all around linebacker. I'm looking at the next linebacker. Now, now, now this this is somebody I feel like day one, day, day one, day one is going to have a chance because when I watched that tape of Reese Roller, six foot two fifteen out of vertebrates, I thought I was watching the same tape of Isaiah Major when he came out of Millwood in 2019. Um I, when I watched that tape of Isaiah Major, I thought I was watching a poor man's Eric Stryker, which is a name I'm sure. 
has not been uh, has has been forgotten, but we we know how good he was as a as a stand up pass rusher. I got the same fine from Isaiah from my, uh, when I watched that Isaiah Major tape. I've said again, no way this man is not playing as a as a, as a true freshman. That man in twenty nineteen, let me tell you, down the stretch there along with Draquan Brown, absolute force. Think he got booted off the team. He went to JUCO. Uh, then he ended up at FCS, HBU, Florida A&M. Uh, I got similar vibes there out of Reese in terms of the fact that he's he's, he's, violent, he's a violent physical stand-up pass rusher. He actually has a swim move, so he, so he, so he, so he doesn't just depend on shooting the gap or, or firing off the ball faster than the offensive lineman. Um, like he he has the ability to still beat the line in other ways, very 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 important. Um, I also got some Jason Harris vibes too. Um, I just think he's a guy that's just too. He, I I I think he's 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 too good to keep on keep on being on the field. I think while yes, his money will be as a stand up pass rusher. I, I I still think that he'll be good in the run game. Um, he's a very solid tackler. He's just a physical player. Uh, and I, I just think as a guy, because listen, I don't know who, I mean, I know Riker is in that same Noah West type mold, but just looking, I don't know offhand, I mean, anybody that really, you know, that, 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 that really would, would, um, Kind of take like be that rotational guy because obviously no one can't play every snap, uh, and you don't want that drop off there because especially now with Rob and Mike gone, you know no one's going to get more attention. So you 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 I, so that, that there's more press excuse <coughs> me more of a pressing need. To have the depth behind him, so I think I think Reese has a very good chance to come in there and be one of those guys. Uh, then you got Eric Macklin, six one two ten, out of Morris. A uh, see ball, get ball linebacker there. A very violent physical tackler for his for his size. A uh, really good hips. Um, I, I think is solid in coverage there. Reminded me a lot of of, of Marlo Hughes pre collarbone injury there. That's the vibe I'm getting where uh you go back again, I said this 2019, Marlowe was turning a corner before the injury. <clears throat> uh, similar vibes with, with 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 Eric there. Really good in coverage. I think I think that's where he will honestly be shining more. I mean he's good I mean the man's good against the run. But I think that he's, I think, and I think he's really good coverage linebacker. Uh, I think that's where he will make his, his money. Smart, heady player, reads the plays quickly. Uh, I think he's a guy, red shirt, um, adds some strength to him. I, I don't see why he couldn't be a potential three, four year starter. Uh, and, and as I said before, <clears throat> if you were there in 2019, you saw Marlo. He was a safety out of Eden. They redshirted him. They moved him down. He added some strength. By far, before the injury, I'm telling you, before the, as the best coverage linebacker they had 
had that pick six against Lincoln. Uh, I I I feel the same. I feel the same for Eric because we know right now if you were to ask me in front of the true linebackers who the best coverage was, I was out of shot of a doubt is Connor Johnson. I think Eric can step into that Connor Johnson role. Um, I I just I really I really feel like this is the next coverage linebacker for UCO. Um, then you have Hudson Conrad, 6'1", 200, and a Mustang. Shout out to my former high school history teacher, Coach Lynn Hepner there, the O-line coach, I believe, still at Mustang. Uh, <clears throat> looking at Hudson, uh, I get I get, I get, get Blake Barone vibes, and the fact that the man is, is always around the ball, the man's always hyped, really high motor. Uh, he's, he he has good feel, good instincts. I just think he's a guy that definitely gets the red shirt, adds some strength. Um, but I mean, in terms of, of what you're looking for, in terms of 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 motor and physicality and 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 energy and effort and knowing where to be, Hudson already has that. Now it's just the body, the strength. The weight has to catch up to that. I think once that does, you have a you have a very good, adequate possible Blake Barone replacement. I know to my knowledge, they still have Jack Puckett out of Bigsby. I think those those two are, are gonna be some some tackling machines down the road. Um, but it's just for in terms of Hudson there, he's just he's he's he's, he's gotta just develop physically. Um and and just learn all he all he can because the mental's there. I, I we watched that tape. Mental's there. He knows where to he, he knows where to be. Uh it's just it's just now can that body catch up to the mentals where he's at. I'm looking at the final unit here, Coach uh Adam McGuire's unit, secondary. <clears throat> we know the most Outside of the offensive line, probably the most criticized unit last year on team. And again, it just because there was no consistency, I felt like that last year. Um, as we see, and we always we saw they signed Ray Walters third. Uh early signing day again is a guy you should definitely be a name one contributor. Uh, the first one they signed Wednesday. Uh, Keelan Morgan, 5'11", 155, out of Clear Springs High School in Houston, Texas. Uh, this is a guy I'm, I'm going to go out and say we'll get registered because, again, we have enough smaller quarters as it is that struggle in tackling because they, they, they just, we got to get bigger. we got to get stronger there. I think Keelan will, will get the registered. Uh, but I, I do like that he, he is willing to be physical, uh, he he's willing to go up there and fight the wide receiver for the ball. Felt like that wasn't the case sometime last year. Like the DBs were there and he he, he didn't attack the ball. Like, you know what I mean? Like it was it was it was more so of I don't know how to say when they attacked the ball. Right, that's when plays were made. Right when Tyson Murray attacked the ball, there was the flexes. When Monte Davis attacked the ball, there was interceptions. The problem was it just was it wasn't consistent. Well, I do like that Keelan is willing to do that. 
especially at the size, because to me, he has the height. To me, if you can get him to, I don't know, 180, 185, I mean, I think that thing you have a really good MIAA corner here, uh, because like I said before, the man's physical. He's got good, good ball skills. I, I, I just, I just think, yeah, I think that he has to get stronger. Uh, but this is a guy I think, give him a year or so, definitely should be in the defensive back rotation. Um, then looking at Jalen Moore, six one one seventy out of Camden, Arkansas, by way of Butler Community College. Uh, this is a guy who should contribute day one. He has the size. They he has that 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 Daniel Bauman size, tall, lanky, physical corner, uh, fluid hips, which is again very underrated because got to be able to turn flip those hips on a dime. Like I said before, he has the he he has the size, physical physical corner. I think will thrive in that pressed man that UCL does at times. There, pretty good, pretty good ball skills. Willing tackler again. He's like one seventy. So, and I'm not. I'm, I'm so, but he does go low. I will say this: he does tackle low, which is something that you have to do if you're a smaller defensive back. But like we didn't do that a lot. I won't say a lot, but there were times where anybody tackled low and tried to go high. I uh, I think there's a guy possible day one starter, at least a day one contributor, uh, just because. Of the size alone, and the fact that there should be two quarter spots open outside of Kobe Stevens, so um, I think this is a guy that should definitely make a day one impact. However, <clears throat> to me, to me, the defensive back I like the most in this class is Cameron Manahan, five eleven, one sixty, out of out of Cardano High School in Lubbock, Texas. Now, according to the man's social media, he was a three-star recruit. I don't care if he if he is fantastic or not. It does not matter to me. Okay, because when you watch that tape, I'm telling you right now, I'm telling you right now, uh, he could be a day one starter. I'm just going to say this right now. I'm getting serious Colby Underwood vibes. <clears throat> you were here in 2018, 2019. You know how clutch Kobe Underwood was. Had that um, he had the interception in the bowl game in 2018. Helped spearhead they they come back there. I just anytime there needed to be a clutch breakup, a clutch interception, Kobe Stevens was Johnny on the spot. I get the same vibe there out of out of out of Manahan. Great hips, um, reads the quarterback well, very. I mean, um, rest quickly. Physical tackler who who honestly plays bigger than one sixty. Uh, I I just I just also is a really good return uh, man as well. I, this is the guy I know for a fact is going to be if 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 Jamori Rage, Link Lewis, and Aaron Hamilton were too good to keep off the field last year. I know for a fact Manahan is too good to keep off the field this year. I, I think this is a guy, like I said, has a tremendous chance to be a day one starter. Worst case should be in the rotation as as a a, a, a true freshman because they, 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 there's just there's there's, there's there's some tapes that hit different. And his tape hit different. 
It was similar last year. So Lee Lewis's tape hit different. And what happened, we saw him play as a true freshman. I just, I have a similar vibes here. I think this is a guy could be a special player as is at the position of need. And if we if we can if we if if he like Kobe Stevenson covered as a true freshman plays solid to good football, you would be surprised how much better that defense becomes. Because then you're not having Dylan Buckhagen, you're not having Rayquan Wicks, you're not having uh uh, uh, Mosley, you're not having uh, uh, Ray Walters the third now. You're not having those safeties over there trying to cover a whole lot of ground. Okay, and now they can do what they're supposed to do, and, and, and you just make the defense as a whole a whole lot a whole lot better. So I really think Cameron's a guy that could be a four year starter. So definitely, definitely, probably be be. Uh, playing here day one. And then you have Kuta KJ Jordan, 5'10", 185, out of Owasso. I'm assuming he's a safety. He was outside linebacker in high school, similar to what uh, Aaron Aaron Hamilton was out of out of, out of Wilka. Uh, but as as such here, we know he's a he's a physical tackler, sheds sheds blocks well. I uh, he, he shoots the gaps really well and quick too. Smart, smart player. You can tell him about his films, know where the weak points are. I, I kind of got that Traylon Craig Mosley vibe, right? Where they're like that. I forgot what they called it. They called the Bronco position, where it's like that 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 hybrid safety linebacker guy. I think KJ can definitely fill that. Uh, a role. I think that's actually what his calling card is. Um, now, wh- whether or not that's day one or not, I don't. I do not know. But I, I just know for a fact he fits that role to a a glove. Um, I also felt that Makai Belt out of Union last year also fit that role well. So uh, I, I think. I think that's where he will will, will thrive. But I, I'm really excited there about KJ. He played for a premier program, uh, played for head coach Bill Blankenship there. So this is a guy I suspect will have a really good career in a Houston uniform. Then you have Tyrell Hill, 6'2", 190, out of Atoka. A really good size, physical. Um, I, I think... He he fights off blocks well to make tackle. Uh, most of the tape, honestly, was either him and running back or him and run support. So I cannot adequately attest to the coverage skills. I do know that he has the size that you want back there because, again, we know the way the MIAA excuse me, is. They have big physical receivers. You've got big physical tight ends in there. So I think that also was a problem last year too. We just we just were I want to say like out hiding, but that was <coughs> excuse me, but that was a problem. So I'm glad to see that we're getting size here. Um, so I think that Tyrone probably gets the red shirt. I think even though he's 190. 
he could stand to add strength. Um, because we see, because like, because like, you, if you, if you see him on the film, you couldn't really tell he's one ninety because of the height. So I think if you add some strength to him there, and then depending on what the cover skills is is looking like, because what I think Raekwon's what a junior now, right? We know Buck height already is a senior. I I swear it's just you know it I. I can I believe it either? Um, and then you've got what Mosley will be a junior. So I mean, he's got he's got some time to register, some 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 time to develop there. But could he could be a, a at least and and run support really good? Um, I just do not know about the coverage given off the film that I saw. Uh, then you have Davion Hill, six three one ninety out of Crooked Oak. Uh, I will say his film was all him as an option quarterback. I have a soft spot in my heart for option quarterbacks. Uh, there were there was only two clips, and it was at the very end of the like seven-minute tape of him playing defensive back, playing safety, and it was just him laying, laying the wood twice. So I really don't know much about him as a defensive back other than the fact that he has the size for sure. Um, so I'm going to go on a limb and say he's going to get registered. If you're not, if you're on YouTube, you're not, you're not seeing any film because it, it just, there just isn't any of, of, of him. So, um, to me, he's like a wild card, but I, I, I think again, size, if he has fluid hips, if, if, if he's good instinct, I mean, I don't, I sure. Um, <coughs> excuse me. Then. Yeah, Jalen Franklin, 5'11", 160, out of Broken Arrow, originally from Memphis, Tennessee. A fluid hips, physical player, a good tackler, really, really quick to the ball. Um, this is something too. Okay, we got to close fast. Yeah, okay. You might not like. They might not be near the ball, but I like. Uh, how do I? How do I? How do I put this? Like. If, okay, say you're in zone, say the receiver makes the catch, say you're three yards away. Okay, if you see the ball is thrown his direction, you need to make a beeline to the receiver. I felt like at times last year that wasn't the case. It was let's watch him make the catch, then make the tackle. <laughs> but the problem is they gain extra yards when you do it. So the thing about Jalen, I noticed, is as soon as he sees the ball is thrown his direction, he makes a beeline there to make the play, at least make the tackle as quickly as possible. Um, I think this is a guy, again, the tape was like only two or so minutes, so I don't know. <clears throat> Excuse me, I don't know for sure. If he will um, be able to play as a true freshman or not, I think he'll probably end up getting the red shirt. But this is a guy, though, I, I, I like his willingness to stick his head in there, his physicalness at corner. Um, I know that I know that, that that's a theme of, of just Coach Doyle as a whole. He wants tough physical players. I think Franklin fits that more. I, th I think most 
of the DB sign actually fit that um that mold. And then the final uh signee, Omar Brown, 63190 out of Dell City. I'm gonna say he so he played corner at Dell City. I I don't know if he has the speed to play quarter at the college level. So I'm thinking more of safety now. However, our former UCO corner Malik Walker, okay, also was not the fastest, but was an all-conference corner. So there is a chance that he could be in that similar mold. Uh, but what I did like about Omar here uh, physical, really good in pre- uh, press man, really good fluidity for a guy his size. I saw he was able to flip his hips well, keep up with smaller receivers. He also played wide receivers, so he should have the, have, have the ball skills to make some, some picks when he makes a play on the ball. Uh, willing tackler, I think he's a guy, honestly... I, 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 okay, it depends on where they're putting him at. If they're playing him, <coughs> excuse me, if they're playing him at safety, then I think it's the red shirt. If they're playing him at corner, I think there's a chance. Okay, and let me tell you why I think there's a chance if he's a corner he plays. Because if they get to camp, Okay, they 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 see impressed man. He's able to hang with Madison. He's able to hang with Delso. He's able to hang with Danny Armstead, right? Like the bigger guys, he's kind of able to hang with. I think you have to consider him as an option, given the size of the receivers in the conference. Um. But I think it just depends on the role they want him as. I think he'll be good at both. I would love for him to stay at corner if that if at all possible. Because again, I mean, <clears throat> six three quarters with fluid hips and ball skills don't grow on trees. So if he is able to thrive there, uh, I mean that that would be absolutely fa- fa- fantastic. Uh, so I think Omar Brown, I don't know if it'll be sooner or later. Definitely, though, I think would be somebody uh, what would making a uh, impact in the UCL in the <clears throat> in the UCL uniform. So all in all, um, I'm very pleased with the recruiting class this year. They addressed a lot of needs. They got playmakers offensively. Got some home run hitters there. Uh, I think up front, offensively, they, they added more depth. I think we've got they got more nasty. You got more physical there as well. Um, I think if you built off last year's class with the offensive line as well, now you've got two solid classes there. Kind of build the identity that Coach Doral wants up front. Um, I think if you're looking at uh, the running backs, like I said, it's it's, just, it's it's power and explosiveness. I think that that unit is going to have a lot of shakeup <clears throat> because obviously you have the Sear and Antonio Jr. Smith quitting for medical reasons. You have uh, Jay's coming off a torn ACL. 
Um, so that, that there 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 could be a lot of new faces making impacts in that unit. Um, you look at tight end. You've got two really good blockers. Um, at at a position that that's still developing and growing there because this is only the second year that they that they have a tight end. You look at quarterbacks. I think I think is 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 you got you got options for sure. I mean, you got five quarterbacks. I, I think you're looking at the freshman though. I think they each bring some bring something something different. I think uh, uh, Carson Tremble brings you more of what I was feeling from uh, Cooper Wilcox last year. More of that, um, like gunslinger type vibe. Um, more of that. Playmaking ability type vibe. I think with Mason Willingham, I kind of get the the, the uh, more of your tactical um, approach to it. Like uh, I'm trying to think of a good like I I don't want to say maybe like Jalen Hurts esque in terms of that kind of play style. Um, that's kind of what I was getting out of out of him, and then when I was looking at uh, Kirby from Bigsby, I kind of get a honestly, I kind of got like a Chandler Garrett vibe. To be honest with you, I, I get a, I get more of. A, I think he's a better passer than Chandler Garrett is or was. Um, I'm kind of getting a similar vibe there. So I think, and then the East brings something different to the table. Um, and then you're looking on a defense, obviously defense line to be here, another fantastic classroom to add, continue to add depth. Then you have some a few guys that can play early. Um look at at linebacker. I think you added a lot of standing up pass rushing talent there. Um because I think your 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 normal linebackers, I think you got what you need. You're only losing Jason Harris. I, I think if the, if all the JUCOs that were there last year are back, um, I, I think you have enough there in terms of like your your typical linebacker. They added to me some guys do out of out of Vertigris. Um, there's there's Thurber out of NEO. I guys that can come in immediately make an impact as a stand up pass rusher. And then in the secondary, I think they've got two for sure day one contributors might have a day one starter there and 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 uh and Banahan. And then you've got three really tall dudes uh, the, uh, out of Atoka, Davion out of Cricket Oak, and Omar Brown out of Dell City, who again I just feel like might work his way onto the field. I just, I really do. Um, so I like that they added size in that unit back there, and I, I'm just I'm liking the way that that the, the program is headed. Okay, I I really do. I think this is. I think I think now we 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 see because last year they 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 can't write last year because Joel came in in what early December. Had to kind of salvage, salvage the class. I thought he did a, a, a good, a good job under the circumstances. We saw the impact though that was that was made in that in that one class, right? 
So I think now with with the full season, we're seeing the caliber of, of, of prospects that we're getting here. We're seeing now we're dipping into Texas more, which is very good. Uh, I think I, I think that that this was a very good class. I think I think that this is a class addressed a lot of needs. I think you have. We have we have a good mix of early impact and of great potential, um, and and I think you're establishing you're establishing depth at a lot of areas where there was not depth, right? Because there's areas the fall off was steep, and good championship caliber teams don't have that, right? Like your Georgia's don't have that, your your Bampers don't have that, right? Like your consistent year in, year out contenders are able to withstand injuries, withstand losses, and still put out really good football players. I think we're starting to see that here slowly but surely. <clears throat> if you go back to Coach Doral's intro press conference, he said he wanted to do it the right way, that he wants the refreshment and development I think you're seeing that. I think you're also seeing the reason why you're bringing in transfers is to allow for said development to, to, to take place. So I'm really excited to see what, what this team is looking like heading into spring. Um, when that time comes, when I see the roster, I will look over it. May or may not make something. But that was this year's signing day special. I apologize for the calls and stuff in between. I mentioned before. Still trying to get over ye all sinus sinus infection. Um, when we went, but uh, when we get back uh, over on the YouTube channel Wednesday, will be the front seven breakdown, and then probably next Monday will be the defensive back breakdown. Again, that was filmed. I mean, that was recorded early January, so might not be in terms of players still being there. Man, might not be accurate. Um, <clears throat> but again. Uh, I, I just really, really excited for the for the future of the program. So we we'll be back here, hopefully, hopefully soon. Uh, so until that time, my name is Jonathan Goodo, aka JG Smooth. I'll talk to you all later.